Welcome to Mind the Gap, the podcast where we think about the transitions or gaps in our lives and the places that we find ourselves focusing our attention during these gaps. Yes, and the lessons that we learn, the fruits that we gather, insights that we hopefully have during those periods of transition, those gaps. And tonight, Izzy and I have just come off of a night of... Of... (laughs) Merriment! Of merriment, of drinks and discussing... Mainly boys. Many boys and women. (laughs) (laughs) And also, you know, I think that the thing we wanted to to investigate and explore Mm -hmm. tonight is dating and relationships. Specifically the the early days of relationships, the the dating stage of relationships. First dates. First dates. Yeah. Pre-first dates. And sort of how we navigate those and, and, and the ways that we use those as distractions and also as, as sort of springboards to get to know, <laughs> hello car, <laughs> I didn't think it was the springboards that we get to know ourselves, um, through when we interact with another person and how, um, yeah. And the, the ways in which being in a transition or near a transition of life can make your experience as a data different. Right. So I think we're going to like separate this conversation into two parts. The first is when you are intentionally going on a bunch of dates, mm. like you're in a gap period in your life. Maybe you've moved somewhere new or you've just stopped working at a job or you've just, you know, you're in a position where you aren't quite sure what you're doing next. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm going to give dating a go. And I mm-hmm. think that'll be the first sort of section. The second section will be more like when you take a break from dating. Your gap is the dating. gap. The gap is not dating. Bleep! <laughs> um, so I guess let's start with, I don't know, what is the appeal of going on a lot of dates? I know either using apps like Tinder or just mm-hmm. like going out to bars and dating in gaps. What's sort of the relationship with dating and gaps for you? <laughs> <laughs> I personally haven't ever been someone who can go on a lot of dates in a short period of time because for me to go on one date is kind of a big deal. It's... I have to really work myself up to that point where I can go on a date with someone um, and it's not something I can I can do. I have friends that have gone on four different dates in a week, which oh, is me too, me too. brilliant for them and that's fine and there's nothing wrong with doing that. I just personally know that for my mental well-being and just my way that I would prepare myself, I'd have to almost like be a different person on each of the dates. No, you, it sounds like you just put a lot of intention and thought yes, into having a date. Definitely. And I'm like that too. I mean, I know people who are able to think about it in a lot more sort of, well, it seems to me like much more fun, much more casual mm, way. Yeah. Just like, I have friends who, I don't know, have downloaded um, apps and, and told me like, oh, you know, like just for fun, I'm going to go on like two this Saturday. That to me doesn't sound fun. The idea of going on a date with someone I've never met before it is that isn't fun for me. Well, see, I, I, it can be fun once you're there, but the prospect of going isn't fun to me. <laughs> so the idea of I'm just going to have some fun and go on a date that those two co- statements don't correspond. That's like me saying I'm just going to have some fun and jump off this cliff. <laughs> it doesn't quite yeah. line up. Well, I think I, also for me, um, you know, the thing that stops me. I mean, I love the idea of it. To me, mm-hmm. the idea is so fun. But yes. the actuality of it, the yes. practice of going on a lot of dates when I'm in a position where I'm not sure what I'm doing with my life is very daunting because yes. I always fast forward before I go on a date to that moment where they say, "So what do you do?" Mm. If they're a guy or "So what do you do?" <laughs> they're a lady, and Whoever and I'm is. like, um, you know, 
I, I get so nervous about what my line is. Yeah, how do I always you think about that? my line, like how do I describe myself? And if I don't like the line that I come up with, I'm like, well, you know, right now, I'm mm. watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah, that's very hard to explain in that kind of date moment where you have maybe a sentence almost to mm-hmm. to answer. It's like the self descriptive sentence. Yeah. You know? it I don't really know how is. you get out of that. What are you? What do you do? Do you be flirtatious? Like, I don't know, what do you do? I mean you can't avoid <laughs> you can't avoid it. Then I the, could not pull that off. The guy would be like, No, I'm so serious. What do you actually do? Like, I'm like, asking about your job title. Like, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me <laughs> I'm a professional this is why I can't flirt. loafer. But no, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about, you know, our our just our desire to come across as if we have everything together. Yeah. Because this podcast is about not having everything together. Yeah, and also about just in a gap. What is that? Why do we stigmatize that? What mm-hmm. is that for us? Like for gaps. And for me, a gap is like like I want to be confident enough to be on a date with a, somebody and them be like, what are you doing? And me being like, you know, I'm not really sure right now. And not mm-hmm. feel bad about that. Yeah. And it's so hard. You want to justify it yourself. I'm not sure right now. Oh, but I'm doing this. And I'm applying to this. And I'm thinking about doing this. And I've just finished doing this. You have to justify the fact that you are currently not sure. Yeah. And it's actually very human to not be sure. Yeah, I think, I mean... Ideally, you would connect even more with somebody because you were that vulnerable. Mm. But that's a whole thing unto itself. Is It's very difficult to be vulnerable in a first date kind of situation. You've just met someone. You, That's already kind of scary enough, the concept of you're on a date with someone you've never met before who is, in a way, judging you because Mm -hmm. you're thinking the whole time. And you're doing it to them. Do I want to go on a date with this person again? Would I want to see them again? Can I? Is this going well? You know, your friends are going to ask you, how did your date go? You're going to think to yourself, how did my date go? So you're constantly in a state of slightly judging the other person anyway. And then to have to be incredibly vulnerable with that person enough to say, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Right. And I, that's why I think that, you know, when you are in a gap period, dates can often be used um, not for their intended purpose. Mm-hmm. Like... What I mean is, when somebody goes on a date, in an ideal world, they're going because they really want to get to know the other person, mm-hmm. and maybe form a beautiful connection. Mm. Babies! I don't know. <laughs> you know. I mean, biologically, somewhere <laughs> inside you, you're thinking, no, let's nah. continue the human race. But, or not, or not, <laughs> no, depends on, like who, on who you fancy. No one goes on Tinder could to think, like, I must contribute to the human race's could, survival. It could also be like, I want a really great smash. That's my new that favorite word for sex. Smash. smash. I want it. <laughs> Great smash. It just makes me think of the instant mashed potato. Do you have that in America? I don't know. Maybe it's you like can... a powder and you add hot water and yes, you get mashed potato. Yes, we have potato, that. Any instant smash. thing we have in America. True. That's um, a really stupid question. Um, do you have this convenience food in we America? We also have those in America. <laughs> um, but no, what I meant by that is like for its intended purpose, the date is mm-hmm. you want to form a connection with somebody. Yes. But I think that, and this is my personal theory, and it's probably only true for me, but like on the off chance that is true for other people, I think when I'm in a gap, I use dates as a mirror. And mm-hmm. that's why they're so scary. Because I'm afraid to see my own reflection in the other person's reactions to what I say. That's true, because you know about that where I am you. in my life. Because I'm judging myself for not having it figured out. So mm-hmm. like going on a date is difficult because my confidence level is already like, you know, they're gonna say I'm like, I'm in uni studying neuroscience and law. <laughs> As I have planned for since kindergarten. And I'll be like, and I am 
writing a fantasy novel. <laughs> Which is equally cool. It is, and it is really cool, and I love what I'm doing. Yes. Like, no no regrets. Yes, rag absolutely. Rats. No regrets. <laughs> My response to that would be, well, I would talk about what I'm doing at the moment. I would say I'm working as a full-time nanny. But if we're fast-forwarding, you know, nine, ten months from now when I'm no longer mm-hmm. in this job... I don't know how I'm going to answer that question. Yeah, I mean, it's really nice for me because I have a physical excuse. When yes. people say, like, hey, so what have you been doing for three years? And I go, not much. A lot of soul searching. Yeah. I'm like, it's because, and I use my body as an excuse. Mm-hmm. I, I say, it's oh, it's because my feet broke three times. But you shouldn't have to have an excuse to have yeah. wanted to take what time for yourself. What if I just wanted to take three years off and nothing went wrong with yeah. my body? You know, I would just say, like, you know, I'm just taking time off. I have this assumption that that's something only young heiresses say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I always feel bad when I say it. I feel like, I'm just taking some time off because I can. But that should be acceptable. And our society is so focused on productivity and and doing as much as you can and fitting as much. Back down to our, like, desire for validation of where we are no matter Mm -hmm. what. Because we get... as in our society, we know from a young age that you get instant validation if you say a certain number of things. Mm-hmm. Like, I finished my school degree. I have yes. a job. All of those sentences have your audience immediately re- relax. They're like, oh, well done. Yeah, that's you know? a nice, normal, scripted line that I can you know? understand, I can buy into. I there's know nothing, how to praise you And if that. you love what you're doing, there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. you know? But the, then there's the, the, like, uncomfortableness yeah. of saying, you know... Someone's I don't saying, know what I'm doing. Mm. I don't know what job I want. I don't know what I'm doing next. And then people don't know how to respond to that. Or if you've m- just m- met someone and they say, "I don't know what to do with my life." Right? You know, I, are you meant to tell them? Should you give them an idea? <laughs> oh, why don't you try being a baker? Like, exactly. I do? often find I did try that. Did you know that I worked in a bakery? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, you except made great for macarons. Waking so. up at four a.m was not so great yeah this yeah. is just a side note but when you do take a break you discover all different things that you might love and one of the things i love obsessively is making french macarons so they're really good she i'm not helping macarons. my image of being a young heiress i should cl- <laughs> go to Mira's <laughs> instagram for images of her macarons. i should creations. clarify that i make macarons because i can't drive myself anywhere and we have a bunch of extra sugar in our pantry i that's the only reason i broke my sugar break to eat one of your macarons Oh, you will eat more. I've suddenly figured out how to use the Italian method of macarons. There's an Italian method? Yeah, there's a French method and an Italian method. Okay. And it's very we relevant should, We should do our... an episode on um, hobbies that you take up in a gap. Oh. we can talk about this in, I love that. in great detail. Let's go, let's go back to dating, though, because yeah. I love that part that we were just talking about of validation. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you're put in a position on a date, when you say something that makes you, that maybe gives your date a run for his money or her money, Keep saying her because date some women, ladies. Let's, let's not heteronormatize this. Well, and also, a... like, going on dates with ladies is really fun. I've never been on a date with a girl, but I would go on a date with it's a girl. Like going if on it was a date right with a person who's like you that that yeah. you want to sleep with. <laughs> I mean, that's what every date should be. Well, you can. Of. There's like certain commonalities. You can yeah. be like mm, periods. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You couldn't. Uh, yeah, but I've never talked about not, periods on that's an early great date. First date topic. <laughs> yeah, but also I don't know. <laughs> okay, I am friends with some uh, with a wonderful lesbian couple, Me too. and I will say that they are more sexually efficient oh God, and proficient yes. than any hetero couple that I know. I, absolutely. Always but back to that point of um, 
if you say something that gives somebody a run for their money, so say your date goes, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, right now I'm not really sure what I'm doing. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Or, yeah, what do you say? I mean, it, it's it's sort of like... What do you want them to say? What would you want someone to say if you present the idea of, I don't know what I'm doing with my life? I mean, in my, an ideal date for me would be the guy being like, that's really cool. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're taking some time for yourself. You know, I yeah. would love to hear... I knew you would have a response because you're so good with <laughs> words. I would love to I, hear somebody say I would say, that. oh, great! <laughs> That is so awesome. But and I'm like, fair, I never say awesome. Why am I saying awesome? To be fair, Izzy, awesome? I've, I've totally faffed around on a date. Like, once a guy said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I just graduated eight months of therapy, so I think I'm clinically sane. <laughs> Let's say we didn't have a second date. Well, do you know what? You were being honest. Yeah, well, and my therapist said, you know, if he doesn't like what you said, yeah. don't, like, don't run it against him. Yeah, that's but, true. But there's also that, like, that feeling of... um you know, how much do you want to disclose about your life if you're in Mm. a vulnerable place? Because sometimes gaps can be really vulnerable. Sometimes Mm. maybe you aren't proud of them. Sometimes if somebody says, hey, what are you doing? It's actually quite scary to say, I don't know. Like you don't want to admit that to them. Yeah. And it's not because of a cultural thing. It's because you're not okay with the fact that you don't know. It's your own insecurity. You know, so what do you do in that situation? Like, I think I would start rambling about (laughs) rambling. I've done that a lot recently. (laughs) We just had a long chat about me and my rambles. Um, I'm thinking about that now. Don't think about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. That. So I was going to say, um, you you'd find yourself perhaps if you can't say what you're doing as a job, you'd find yourself talking about a hobby that you have, or you're like, oh, I've been going to the gym loads recently. Yeah. Lie, I haven't. But you might evasion. You might, you might come up with something else to put in place of the answer. With oh, well, I'm I'm actually um not sure. You know, I'm finding I'm finding this uncomfortable to say to you, and I'm only pretending. Oh, see, like, even that oh. is more authentic. I know that mm. I've done. I've just straight up lied on like dates. I've been like, Have you? oh yeah, I've been like, so what are so what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm intending to become an engineer. No, I've never really? I've never said I'm intending to become an engineer. But that. Thing. But I always I always give them something that I think is going to make them comfortable mm. because I don't. Feel feel comfortable saying what I really well I mean it's also it's also like I'm afraid of that level of authenticity because I don't want to scare them away whereas whereas like saying because when I say um like I'm not sure what I'm doing I'm not yet okay with that if I were super okay Mm. with that you know then I would have no problem saying it it and I would release my desire to have them react a certain way yeah if they were like Oh, okay. Wow. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think anyone would be, like, straight up rude on a first date. No, you would hope not. Because no. you are trying to impress each other. But it is sort of like, you know how you can sense a conversation mm. dying? <laughs> yes, I know that feeling well. <laughs> so uh-huh. if you're like, so what do you do? And he's like, I'm a fisherman. A sea- oh, wait, funny story. This actually happened. No, this for real happened. This okay. isn't so relevant. Is it, is it going to be a, like, a date that you told them you want right. to be an engineer? No. So, as every... As everyone knows, sorry. As you know, my foot has been broken, and I was cleared to go to the pool a couple days ago, so I went to the aquatic center, and I went to the sauna um, with my orthopedic boot on, and I walk into the sauna, and I will just have you know that I live on an island where the majority of the demographic is old people and young people. They're not hot young people. They're old, old people and young, young people. Like like high schoolers, teenagers, and, and little kids. And kids. And then, and then senior citizens. Yes. But I walk into this sauna and there are two Adonises. They are just gorgeous. They have like surfer bodies. They have like visible abs. Wow. They have like 
jawlines for days. <laughs> they also have they also have a lady friend, and I'm not sure which one of them is dating her. So you could just Google it. So I li- I limp in there. <laughs> that's a that's a joke in my gimp in my gimp leg with my gimp leg, and I say to the hottest one, "Can you put my orthopedic boot outside the sauna?" I sit down next to him, and I do the question we were just talking about. I go, "So what do you do? <laughs> what brings you to this island?" All the time, trying not to like stare intensely at his midriff but I failed and it's okay and he and I was also like cursing the fact that I wore my mother's one piece to this sauna if anyone's ever seen Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging it was like the whole movie combined into one moment and it was so painful he goes I'm the CEO of a small fishing company and immediately I'm like fuck like how do I match that and I was like well why do I need to match that That's, yeah. that was the feminist saying it but but the me in that moment was like shit he goes what do you do and I'm like um I am the I'm CEO on the, was... I said I'm on the track to becoming a physical therapist which, which is, is not true. well what, what's true is that I'm intending to start school to become a physical <laughs> therapist on the track. assistant but Still I was like track. I'm on track to become a physical therapist <laughs> That's, that's, that's true. But you know, that is that is true. I yeah. guess I wasn't lying, but like there was that immediate like wanting to I don't know, one up him or mm. like or just say something that made me sound really cool and mm. you know, wanting to sound cool. You know, because I know that if like if if he asked me like a month ago or two months ago before I decided, before I had any sort of plan, because we we really started this podcast before I had like a, a clear plan. Mm-hmm. And I've also been in my gap, so to speak, for like two years mm-hmm. almost. And if he had asked me, or if I had asked him before, you know, like, hey, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm the CEO of a young, like, of a young fishing company. Sorry, I'm, I'm the young CEO <laughs> of a fishing company. Sorry, we live in Seattle. There's Wait, he a lot described of... himself as the young no, CEO. No, he didn't. That oh, was okay. my brain. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, I would have said something, and he would have been like, what do you do? And I would have said something like, oh, you know, I'm just... Uh, healing, <laughs> which is okay, but it's hard uh, like, to say. I'm just yeah. figuring it out. I would have mm-hmm. just felt so cringy saying that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I want to. Uh, yeah, and you feel like you need to create a story for yourself, even if there isn't one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Talk more about that. Okay, so I feel so. My experience, I haven't been on that many dates since coming out of the teaching profession Mm -hmm. so I have my line in place I'm a teacher Mm -hmm. I'm a teacher I teach year five or whatever Mm -hmm. and there's lots and lots to talk about there because it's a very it's a stable career that everybody understands Mm -hmm. everybody knows what a teacher is definitely respects everybody I mean kind of okay everybody respects in theory yeah maybe not financially (laughs) we're not going to go into that but everybody knows what that is you can say you're a teacher and instantly people get this picture of you like oh well you're good with kids and you it's not like ice cream print you're like (laughs) you're like a a a wholesome person and you're like smiley and you're Mm -hmm. you know there's this like visual that people get when you say that and even now when i say if i said to someone i'm a nanny i take care of kids all day that's my job i work i work with the family i look after kids they get this impression and there's a lot of unsaid things in that line yeah which again is i suppose actually Really, if you think about it, how is that level of vulnerability of me telling someone a lot without telling them very much, how is that actually any different to saying, I'm not sure what I'm doing with my life at the moment and the volumes that that speaks? I don't know. I mean, I think I think it comes back to what we were saying earlier, which is like, how much 
do you disclose and what do you owe the other person in terms of disclosure? Um, mm-hmm. a, a really cool person I talked to once um, said to me that a conversation is like two people arriving at a restaurant with their own wheel of Gouda cheese. And you don't like cut off half the wheel of Gouda and hand it to the person. <laughs> you give them a cheese cube. Yeah. And they give you a cheese cube. Yeah, and you keep and exchanging the con- and, cubes. And it's not going to be fun if you give them more cheese than they give you. That's, mm-hmm. That was her kind way of telling me not to tell people too much personal information on the first day. Yeah. Time. Because it's like, it is, you have to decide your level of vulnerability that you're willing to share. And and I would get so uncomfortable that I would actually say stuff yeah. that wasn't, wasn't quite true. Because the truth was, like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm terrified. And do you say that on a first date? Like, yeah, you don't like, reveal that you're terrified about your own life. Maybe it'd be an amazing first, what if it was an amazing first date though and you were like, I don't know, I'm terrified. Maybe you had like a couple mm. drinks and you were like, I don't know and I'm terrified. And I mean, they, I've been in a place where I've had a couple of drinks on a date and have rambled about things that I probably shouldn't have done on a first date. <laughs> I should have saved. They didn't lead to future dates, we'll put it that way. <laughs> I guess it's it's the dream, maybe planted in our heads by Hollywood, that if you're just like totally raw, the other person will be like, "Wow, so fresh." Yeah, I love like, it. Oh, wow, I'm gonna be so in love with everything about this person because she's so again, real. I don't like the fact that we need to come up with an answer. I like the happy medium where it's mm. like you give some vulnerability and then you see how they react to that, and if they react with like, vroom, 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 yeah, you know the fail of the conversation. <laughs> They're just like, "Hey, so." Uh, so you like, you do you like boats? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No. I actually take great joy in watching conversations die. I hate that so much. <laughs> like, I went on a first date with a guy who actually has a boat in this marina. Oh. And... It was going well. Like I was like, "Oh, I'm on a boat. This is he's so exciting," and mm-hmm. and um, he had a dog and he had like a beanie and he was like into craftsmanship. The he, three things: a dog, a <laughs> boat, and a beanie. And he was like fixing up this boat. I'm making it sound like I have an exciting love life. I'll just clarify: these were all like six months apart. Still, and I had a broken foot in all of these stories. And I I sat down with him and like, so what are you doing here? And this was the day that I think I decided to be proud about my situation. And he was like, so what are you doing? And I'm like, you know, I really don't know. I'm just taking the time to get to know myself. And he was like, that's really cool. Mm. He actually responded. He was like, that's really cool. And I go, so what are you doing? He's like, "Um, you know, like I moved up here to be with my girlfriend, but we just recently broke up. And I was like, and I need to get off this boat. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah, no, you You know, but it's like, I don't know. That was a situation in which, um. You know, his level of vulnerability actually weirded me out. Yeah, I think because it was a very relationship-specific, vulnerable thing to reveal. Yeah. That that says a lot about him as a potential partner. You are not sure what you're doing with your life. You might be feeling like you're not quite sure. You're feeling perhaps a bit invalidated because you're not doing something every day that is your job or your career or your life path. By going on a date with someone or chatting to someone on a dating app they are giving you validation in another way Mm. i like i noticed you and like a dating app it's on such a shallow level i thought you looked hot in your picture i know but it might like shallow is a judgment i mean it's still a form of like confidence absolutely yeah which is so So necessary oh well maybe i don't know what i'm doing with my life but like jake 25 (laughs) who lives two miles away thinks i'm funny so that's that's a bonus like winning (laughs) i i really i can't stand dating apps i like wanted to try them i did try them once for 45 minutes Mm -hmm. 
because um, I dared my friend to like download it, and I was like, yeah. let's both go on dates, yeah. and then she did, and I didn't. <laughs> I totally did in 45 minutes. But I always wanted to get into them, because my yeah. sister found her actual yeah. future husband that way. Yeah, my best friend is in a really long-term, really nice, healthy relationship with yeah. someone she met on the I Tinder. feel like you just hit the nail on the head. It's a form of, sort of, it's like a river of confidence. Mm-hmm. When you're in that gap, you're looking yes. for anything that can give you confidence Definitely. about yourself. Because, and it's quite self-indulgent. Right. Your past identity has just been disrupted. Mm. You know, like, for you sure. used to be, like, my line is that I'm a teacher. And yes. my, my line used to be, I'm a teacher, too, because I was. Yeah. Like, oh, I was a teacher's assistant. And I'd, or I'd be like, oh, I work with children. I would feel so good about that. And mm. then when your line changes... Or you don't know what your next line is. Yeah. Now I have a new line. Now when somebody asks me, I can be like, yes, I'm actually studying to become a PTA. Mm-hmm. Not That's a parent-teacher association. Yeah. <laughs> Physical, <laughs> Physical therapy assistant. assistant. You know, when, um, but when you don't have that line, it can really throw your confidence out yeah. of whack. So, like, yeah, dating is a confidence booster. Definitely. Making you feel good about yourself in other ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cool. Let's talk about the other half of it. When you take a break... From, from dating. dating. Like, you, like we talked in our very first podcast of the different types of gaps, and I think for both of us, the ones that are the most impactful are that the gaps in careers. Yes. But I think the gap between relationships yes. are so important, especially yes. if they're intentional. Definitely. That is very true. I think I found myself perhaps taking, I suppose you could say taking a gap from dating in the last like the last few months when I was in England before I came out here to do this job I wasn't in any way putting effort into trying to start any kind of meaningful relationship with anyone because I knew that I was leaving the country very shortly afterwards so there was Mm -hmm. no point getting a boyfriend or starting a very meaningful relationship we say this like we could just go to the department (laughs) (laughs) yeah got that one boyfriend please in khaki <laughs> never in khaki that was a joke I'd like him to have this face and this oh no now I'm thinking about the face alright keep um, going where was I you were, you were not intending to have a boyfriend mm, yeah so I was sort of deliberately or relationships deliberately not pursuing anything that could have led to a meaningful relationship because I knew I was leaving I went on a couple of Tinder dates mm-hmm. and I remember thinking actually it was just one really one Tinder date in that time and I remember thinking why am I going on this date? Like, what is the point? Because even if I end up really liking this person, I'm about to leave the country for mm-hmm. at least a year. Turns out it's going to be longer than a year. So what's the point of going on this date? And I'm honestly not sure why I did go on that <laughs> date. I really don't know. Because I wasn't looking for, like, a hookup. I wasn't looking for, this like, a one-night stand with this boy. But I also wasn't looking for a meaningful to relationship with this boy. Oh, I just realised you can't use that for sex because it's for drinking, too. I guess you can yeah. smash and smash, whatever, it's fine. Keep That's going. true, you could get smashed while you're smashed. And smushed. <laughs> don't, get sm- don't be smushed, that doesn't sound fun. No, that sounds not fun, keep going. <laughs> I can definitely mm. relate to that. I mean, I decided intentionally, you know, to not, to not pursue romance in any form Ooh. for like a whole year. Well, not a whole year, I said my thing was I didn't want to date anyone mm-hmm. or invite anyone to like flirt with anyone doing until my foot had healed completely yeah okay um so for me that was like a six month period but Mm -hmm. it turned into a year and even though like I said that it was intentional I still found myself flip-flopping back and forth Mm -hmm. sometimes so like I would find myself like you said on dates where I was like why am I going on this I know that even if this date goes phenomenally and he asks me tomorrow or she asks me tomorrow to meet again Mm -hmm. 
I'm not wanting to date anyone. I just wanted that date, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's something you can then bring up in a conversation, perhaps. You know, oh, I went on a date last week. Yeah. It's something you can talk about with friends or... Maybe it's like a way to say I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Look how well adjusted I am. I went on a date. <laughs> so I well adjusted. Okay. <laughs> it is sort of like something you feel you should be doing. Yeah. As a as a twenty something singleton. Oh, I definitely feel that. You pressure. feel like you should be dating, and and like I said, I have friends who will go on make four different dates in a week, and then pick their favorite guy at the end of the week or whatever. That's so and you sort of feel like. Yeah, no. You feel like that's what you should be doing too because that's what young people do. That's what they do. You that go on pressure. dates and we're millennials and we should do that. Yeah, I mean, even my parents are like, you should go on some dates. <laughs> but it's not as easy as that. Well, no. it is with like Tinder and stuff, well, but and also, meaningful I also, dates. like, you know how we were saying earlier, like, what's the best reaction that someone give, could give you on a date if you said, I don't really know where I'm at right now. I'm figuring things out. I think there should also be like... What for you would be, Izzy, the best reaction? <clears throat> what would be the ideal reaction for um, you if you told someone, you know, I really am not looking to date anyone right now? On a date, saying that? No, no, just if you oh. said that to someone, if you were like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be really confusing <laughs> to the poor boy. So what are you up to? I'm, I'm really not wanting to date. Don't know why I'm here. Sorry, bye. <laughs> Good Sorry. one, Izzy. No, if you, Sorry, so a conversation so with, you, like, friends or family friends or, or family. co-worker what or something. What would be the okay. ideal reaction if you said, you know, I'm really taking a break from dating for right now? I'm going to answer this question slightly differently. I'm, I, don't, I'm trying to, I don't know yet what the ideal reaction would be, but I feel like if I said that to someone, I would assume that they were thinking that I was in some way not okay. I was, like, yeah, hung up too, on an ex too. or I was, like, in unrequited love with someone or some, you know, like, I had some kind of relationship issue and that was why and I was just trying to cover it up by saying I'm not looking to date anyone because it's not considered I feel like there's a pressure that we constantly should be looking for dates and we should be looking for a partner and that's like the goal of life is to find and it's being single is a temporary state and you have to once if you're single that must mean you're ready to mingle you know you're looking for a way to get out of singleism because that's terrible and no one can be single that's the worst thing you can possibly be and it's not true. I it's, so agree with I you. I would want someone to acknowledge that. So the ideal response, going back to your question, if I was saying, oh, I'm, I'm not looking to date anyone right now, I would want someone to, in a way, acknowledge that that is a very valid thing to want and that we should Perfectly shouldn't... healthy. Yes. Yeah, because I, I agree with you so much on so many of the things you said, but most importantly on, like... That you're not okay if you want to be single for yeah. a while. Because I feel like that. Even though I, I know why. I, I love that I want to be single. Because yeah. I, I know I'm not ready or prepared or desirous. Yeah. of ha- That's not a word, but I'm adding it. <laughs> of having another person in my life. That yeah, I, absolutely. That I, in my idea, a healthy relationship is you value them close to the same level that you value yourself. Absolutely. But absolutely. I just don't They're have room that for that. Circle. I don't have room for that right now mm. in my heart or in my life genuinely and that because I, I really am like getting to know myself and feeling mm. and feeling into who I want to be and when I have that room I will like advocate for someone to just step mm. in there but when I tell people because I have like been actively single for like the last the only dates I've gone on I truly went on them to prove to my friends yeah that I could yeah and I, I don't think there's ever been a date where I was pumped for it where I was like yes 
I'm so excited to see this person. My last date, I was. Oh, yeah. But you know how that one ended, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It went um, horrifically downhill. But, like, when I say, like, you know, I don't really want to date anyone, I've actually gotten reactions from people around my age, people who do date a lot, where they're like, oh. And they, they've they even been like, is they it because you're scared? And I'm like, no! It's not because no. I'm scared of It's because genuinely... I don't want to connect to anybody romantically. Mm-hmm. And that's not a sin, you know, because we have all different types of connections in yeah. our lives. And I think people forget about that. You can that. be incredibly happy and fulfilled in your connections and have none of them be romantic. Yeah. I, even even making this argument, I can hear another voice in my head being like, oh, but something must be wrong if you don't want to mm. date anyone. You know, because, like, don't we naturally seek connection? And I would argue back, we do we naturally do. seek connection. But, but it doesn't you, have to be romantic. Right. And if you've got healthy friendships you know like what is a romantic connection in place of that you know absolutely yeah yeah definitely and it's Mm -hmm. it's it's yeah I think it's it should be more normal to just say you know like I'm taking a break from dating people yeah I'm choosing to be single and not have to like follow that up with and nothing's wrong with me (laughs) yeah I'm choosing I'm single right now because I want to be Mm -hmm. not because of any external factors I think that's hard though because there are a lot of people who do say that mm. but they're not saying it because they truly want to be single yeah. they're saying because they want to be okay with the fact but they're not yeah. okay with it you know those people yeah. who are like yeah i'm single right now but it's because i don't want to date anyone mm-hmm. and then they're like oh is why does i think anyone wants to be single forever no but i think that there's a power in saying i know myself and right now i know that being in a couple is not my highest priority yes that is true that is i could say that i'm not I am happy being single right now, but I'm also not, I'm not actively looking to stop being single, but I'm not not looking. Yeah. Whereas mine would be like, I'm actively not looking. Yeah. And can I'm, you actively not look? <laughs> you can actively not look. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, to, to the, I mean, I did mention some dates that I went on, but most of those were sort of like testing whether I, what, what those were like and... Mm sort of what you were saying earlier like fitting that societal standard of like I'm a young person I should be going on dates dates. um and I mean there's also the factors of it's like we can say all that we want but maybe subconsciously we're struggling to get over an ex oh gosh (laughs) or like or or super (laughs) into someone else unrequited love (laughs) yeah all these things Mm. I just think it's really cool how um enchanting and intoxicating and delightful and distracting any sort of rumina- mental rumination about relationships can be when you're in a gap period. Yeah, I like that summary. Yeah, definitely. It's because again, it comes back to like we talked about in the first episode of a gap being time and space. Yeah, for many ruminations. I mean, our little emoticon image um, is is of a flower in a gap mm-hmm. because I was thinking, you know, what has the time and the space to grow in those moments? And of everything that we've talked about seems to circle back to this moment where you get to choose to either be proud and accepting of where you are, whether that's saying I'm not looking for relationships or whether that's admitting for like on a date, I don't know where I'm, what I'm yeah. doing with my life. I don't know what I want in terms of relationships. I don't, you know, for me, I think that whole thing, yeah, that whole moment where you get to choose how you're going to 
describe yourself your state of being that's that's the flower in the canyon that's the Mm -hmm. opportunity the opportunity for you to maybe fuck it up a couple times and be like i don't know what i'm doing Bye. or to be (laughs) or to be like next time when somebody says like why aren't you dating anyone you you can you can step into that confidence Mm -hmm. or maybe step in blossom it a little bit more and be like you know, because it's not really that right for me. And release. Yeah, and just rele- be honest. Yeah, I think it's also about releasing your desire to have other people think well of you. Society think yes. well of you. That's huge. Yeah. Of what, are, what are other people's perceptions of you? Your date's perception, your, your friend's perception, mm-hmm. the world's perception. Absolutely. And your own self-judgment. Yeah. Which is what all those things really are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Judgment is the only bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dope. I think we I think we kind of covered all the main <laughs> points there. Definitely. I mean, it's it's such a cool thing. I think there's so much more to explore. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think, you know, tonight what's really coming through for me is that it's it's an opportunity. Dating is an opportunity. Um, dating or not dating is always an opportunity of self-presentation. Yes. You know, which is just really cool because it yeah. lets you examine your level what of comfort. self is. And the beliefs that you buy into that other people mm. might have given you, which is really cool. Absolutely. Yes. Like you said, coming back to somebody else being a mirror to you. So, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. This has been Mira. And Izzy, thank you very much for listening. Uh, We've really enjoyed, I think, delving into this topic, and it it really does feel like we've just scratched the surface. Totally. and There's plenty more to come. And just, like, as a message from us to you, whatever stage you're at, just be proud of that, because I can Mm -hmm. guarantee that there are other people who are also at that stage. 100%, and they're... Likely not talking about it, not yeah. owning up to it. In a and sense. that's what this podcast is about, like bringing to light those things that I think we all go through. All of us, and <laughs> hardly anyone talks about it. Yeah. Or we glamorize it. Yeah, but we're here to de-glamorize everything. We are, we're being raw and real, and <laughs> it sucks, and that's okay. Can you say raw again? Raw. So, uh, I think we've covered everything we really mm-hmm. wanted to cover today. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, we'll... we'll about time to wrap it up yeah sounds good okay thanks for listening you've been listening to mind the gap with mira and izzy yes that's us and we um we really hope you enjoyed listening if you have any questions or comments or anything you want to tell us um just let us know in a comment yeah please leave comments cool yes (laughs) and we will see you when we next record an episode yes we shall thank you so much for listening bye bye